Then Imam Al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he follows that point with a further point, point number 128, where he says, وَمَنْ تَرَكَ الصَّلَاةَ he said, and whoever abandons the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer and the congregational prayers in the mosque without a valid excuse, then he is an innovator. And the valid excuse is such as an illness because of which he is unable to go out to the mosque or fear of an oppressive ruler and whatever is besides that then there is no excuse for you. Shaykh al-Fawzan said in explanation his saying وَمَنْ تَرَكَ الصَّلَاةَ الْجُمْعَةِ وَالْجَمَعَةِ Whoever abandons the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer in the mosque without a valid excuse, then he is an innovator. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, because he is detaching himself away from the Jama'ah, from the united body of the Muslims. And detaching oneself away from the united body of the Muslims and isolating oneself away is an innovation, a bid'ah. And the congregational prayer is obligatory and a binding duty upon the Muslim. And likewise, even more emphasized than it is the Jumu'ah prayer, Friday prayer. So it is obligatory upon the Muslim to attend the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer along with the Muslims. And that he does not keep himself away from the body of the Muslims in the prayer, in the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer. Because prayer along with the congregation is essential. Because congregational prayer is obligatory and a binding duty upon every Muslim. He will be sinful for leaving it. Indeed, he should be given correctional punishment also. Because the Messenger ﷺ said, "Man sami an nida'a falam yajib, fala salat lahu illa min udhr." Qila wa mal udhr qal khawfun amarad. He said, "Because the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever hears the call, min yadan, whoever hears the call." and he does not respond, then there will be no prayer for him, except due to a valid excuse. It was said, and what is a valid excuse? He said, fear or illness. In the footnote here they mention, and they divide the hadith into two parts here, as it occurs here, two parts. Firstly, Reported by Abu Dawood in his Sunan and al Darakutni and Al-Hakim in Al-Mustadrak and Al-Bayhaqi from a hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah. And that's with the full wording there. 
that they, they asked what is a valid excuse and the answer was given fear or illness then with regard to that narration then Sheikh al-Albani mentioned in his checking of Abu Dawood it is, it is sahih, it is authentic without the sentence about excuse and without the explanation of what is an other excuse that the main part of the hadith, the first sentence whoever hears the call and does not respond then there, is, there will be no prayer for him except on account of an excuse that being authentic then they mentioned the footnote the hadith also reported by Ibn Majah Ad Ibn Hibban and it was declared authentic by Adhiya in Al-Mukhtara with the wording Man sami an falam yatihi fala salata lahu illa min udhr that whoever hears the call and does not come to it then there will be no prayer for him except on account of an excuse then this narration which occurs in Ibn Majah as we just heard Shaykh al-Bani said with regard to this that it is sahih, authentic Shaykh al-Fawzan he said having mentioned the hadith and when a blind man came to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioning the difficulties that lay between him and between the mosque and that he had no guide who was suitable to take him and he requested a concession from the Prophet ﷺ that he could pray in his house. Then he ﷺ said to him, Do you hear the call? So he said, Yes. So he said, Fa'ajib. Then respond. The hadith, as I mentioned in the footnote, being reported by Muslim. That's hadith 653 from a hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu. Shaykh Fawzan said, so the person who hears the call does not have the option to stay away. And therefore he said, man sami an afalam yajib fala salata lahu illa min udhr whoever hears the call and he does not respond then there will be no prayer for him except on account of an excuse. Shaykh Fawzan said, his prayer will not be correct. So with regard to the negation, the negation of his prayer being, of his, of his prayer, Shaykh said, so the negation, it is said that it is a negation of correctness. His prayer will not be correct. And it is said, otherwise, la salata lahu, that there will be no prayer for him, means there will be no complete prayer for him. So, this being a negation of completeness. There are two sayings amongst the people of knowledge. One is that it means his prayer will not be correct at all. But the second one is a negation of its being complete. It will not be complete. Then the Sheikh said, Sheikh Fawzan, however what is apparent from the hadith is that his prayer will not be correct unless he has an excuse, a valid excuse. So this is a proof for the obligation of praying in congregation with the jama'ah in the mosque from where the call is given for it. And therefore Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said Man sarrahu an yalqallaha ghadan musliman falyuhafidh ala haulai salawati haythu yunada bihinna fa inna allaha shara'a li nabiyyikum sunan al-hudah 
وإنهن من سنن الهدى ولو أنكم صليتم في بيوتكم كما كما يصلي هذا المتخلف في بيته لتركتم سنة نبيكم ولو تركتم سنة نبيكم لضللتم ولقد رأيتنا وما يتخلف عنها إلا منافق معلوم النفاق ولقد كان الرجل يؤتى به يهادى بين الرجلين حتى يقام في الصف He said that the companion Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu said Whoever would be pleased to meet Allah tomorrow as a Muslim then let him observe and be careful about these prayers where they are called to where the call for them is given from for Allah legislated for your Prophet sunnas, paths of guidance and they are from the paths of guidance and if you were to pray within your houses just as this person who stays away prays in his house then you, you would have left the sunnah of your prophet and if you were to leave the sunnah of your prophet you would go astray and you could or you would you would have used to have seen us and no one no one would stay away from it except for a hypocrite whose hypocrisy was well known and a man used to be brought being supported by two men until he was made to stand within the row in the footnote they mention reported by muslim in his sahih sahih 654 from a hadith of abu huraira they mentioned from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, anyway, he said, this is how the companions of Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to be with the congregational prayer to such an extent that the sick person who was not able to walk would be brought being supported between two men until he was caused to stand in the row because of their knowledge that the congregational prayer is obligatory and the Prophet ﷺ described those who stay away from the congregation, congregational prayer with hypocrisy with nifaq he ﷺ said أثقل الصلوات على المنافقين صلاة العشاء وصلاة الفجر that the heaviest of the prayers upon the hypocrites are the Isha prayer and the Fajr prayer. In the footnote they mention, this is reported by Al-Bukhari in his Sahih, and you'll find it there, the basis of the hadith, as hadith number 644. And you'll find this actual wording in Al-Bukhari in disconnected form in chapter, or in book number 9, the times of the prayer, chapter 20. And reported by Muslim in his Sahih as Hadith 651. Shaykh Fawzan said, having quoted this Hadith, And Allah bore witness to the Iman, the true faith, of those who frequent and maintain the mosques for prayer. So he the Most High said, إِنَّمَا يَعْمُرُ مَسَاجِدَ اللَّهِ 
من آمن بالله واليوم الآخر وأقام الصلاة وآت الزكاة ولم يخشى إلا الله Surah Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 18 and You may have spotted if you got the same edition that I've got on page 172, the first line should be crossed out it's a printing error the whole of the first line here and the first two words of the second line Ya'muru Masajid Third, from the third word on, it's correct. It's correct. So it's a printing error here. Inna ma yamuru masajid Allahi man amana billahi wal yawmil akhir wa aqama salatu wa ata zakata wa lam yakhsha illa Allah. Sort of Tawbah, the ninth surah, ayah 18. With the explanation, the mosques of Allah are only truly frequented and maintained by those who truly believe in Allah, those who have Iman in Allah, and in the last day, and who establish the prayer, and who give the zakat, and who do not fear, except Allah. Shaykh Fawzan said, So the congregational prayer is something tremendous, so one should not be lax about it, nor should any attention be given to those who dis to those who encourage people to be lax about it. For why then were the mosques built if the congregational prayer were not obligatory? Why are the mosques established then? And why are they spent upon? And built with money that is spent upon them? and Imams and Mu'addins are appointed for them. Is it just because they are a Sunnah? Because it is a Sunnah? Are they, are, is all of this just because it is a Sunnah? No. This indicates that the congregational prayer is obligatory. The mosques were not built just in order for a sunnah to be established. Rather they were built to establish an obligation. So it is obligatory to be aware of this. And attention should not be given to the foolish talk of those people who take hold of the sayings which are contrary to this. Or rather he said, attention should be not given to the foolish talk of those who take hold of the sayings which are contrary to the evidence and who gather them and say these are the sayings of the scholars we say the sayings of the scholars are sometimes wrong and sometimes correct so what is obligatory is to follow the dalil to follow the proof not to follow the sayings of the people then he said He's saying, وَمَنْ تَرَكَ الصَّلَاةَ الْجُمُعَةَ And whoever leaves the Jumu'ah prayer. Shaykh Fawzan said, He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, مَنْ تَرَكَ ثَلَاثَ جُمُعَةٍ تَهَاوُنًا طَبَعَ اللَّهُ عَلَى قَلْبِهِ That the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Whoever leaves off three Jumu'ah prayers, being lax concerning them, Allah will set a seal upon his heart. In the footnote they mention, 
this is reported by Ahmad and Ad-Darimi and Abu Dawood and At-Tirmidhi and Ibn Majah. At-Tirmidhi said it was Hassan and by Ibn Majah and Al-Nasai. And they mention a list of others who report the hadith from a hadith of Abu Ja'ad Al-Damri radiallahu anhu. And, that, and now we said in Khulasat al-Ahkam its chain of narration is Hassan, good. And al-Hakim said it is Sahih to the standard of Muslim and al-Dahabi agreed. And as a side point, Shaykh al-Albani declared the hadith Hassan, Sahih, good, authentic. Then Shaykh al-Fazam quotes a second hadith in this regard. He said, and he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, لَا يَنْتَهِيَنَّ أَقْوَامٌ عَنْ وَدِعِهِمُ الْجُمُعَاتِ أَوْ لَيَخْتِمَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَى قُلُوبِهِمْ ثُمَّ لَيَكُونَنَّ ثُمَّ لَيَكُونَنَّ مِنَ الْغَافِلِينَ He said, people will certainly desist from leaving off the Jumu'ah prayers. Or otherwise, Allah will set a seal upon their hearts. Then they will certainly be from the heedless people. Then they will certainly be from the heedless ones. In the footnote they mention, reported by Muslim in his Sahih as Hadith 865, from Abdullah ibn Umar and Abu Hurairah, radiallahu anhum. And Shaykh Fawzan finished by saying, his saying, وَالْعُذْرُ كَالْمَرَضِ And a valid excuse is such as illness. He said, as occurs at the end of the hadith, that he said, خَوْفٌ أَوْ مَرَضِ Fear or illness. Shaykh Fawzan said, illness which prevents the person from going to the mosque, or which is such, that it is feared that it will result in his illness worsening or that he will encounter something which will affect him and increase his illness or otherwise fear of an enemy or fear of a wild animal fear which is confirmed and not just cowardice rather fear that is confirmed that there will be in the path or that he will meet in the path an enemy or he will be met by a wild animal that will attack him so this person has an excuse that he can pray within his house but as for the person who is secure and healthy then he does not have excuse and that's where Shaykh Al-Razan ends explanation of that point and just briefly to finish on the explanation of Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi Rahimullah on this point, then he said, Shaykh Ahmad said, I say, unrestrictedly, because he comments on the initial phrase, whoever leaves off the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer in the mosque without a valid excuse, that he is an innovator. Shaykh Ahmad said, I say, unrestrictedly applying the term Mubtadi, innovator, to the one who leaves off praying in the mosque. This should perhaps be taken as not being general. Then he explains, he said, So whoever leaves off the Jumu'ah prayer and the congregational prayer because he dislikes praying behind some of the rulers, thinking that he, that ruler, is a kafir, a disbeliever, or an, a, a wicked individual, and that it is not permissible to follow, to pray behind him, then he will be an innovator. The one who does this will be an innovator. 
However, the one who leaves it without this intention, he will be a fasiq, a sinful person. And he may be a hypocrite. So therefore, he would not be an innovator. Not except for the one who leaves off the prayer of Jumu'ah and Jama'ah based upon belief. Based upon a belief which he has that it is not befitting to pray behind this Imam. But as for other than him, then the term of innovation is not applied to him. Rather, if he leaves off the congregational prayer out of laziness, then he is a sinner. And if he leaves it not believing in it, then he is a hypocrite. He said, and then he made clear the excuse, the valid excuse, by saying such as illness, which does not enable the person to go out to the mosque for fear of an oppressive ruler. And whatever is besides that is not an excuse for him. Walhamdulillah wa sallallahu ala muhammad. Subhanakallah wa bihamdulillah. Ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Astaghfirullah.